Welcome to Sanctified in Truth with Michael York, ministry of the Fairview Baptist Church in Ashland, Kentucky. Sanctified in Truth is a daily podcast for followers of Christ who desire to imitate Him and dedicate ourselves fully to the plans God has for us by deepening our love and understanding of God's Word. Our scripture reading today is Luke chapter 1, verse 46 to 56. As always, I want to encourage you to read the passage before you listen to the podcast. To understand the significance of Mary's song, often called the Magnificat, we need to look at when it occurred. Now pay close attention. The song did not erupt from the soul of Mary upon receiving the news that she would be carrying the Messiah. It came sometime later. After Mary was told by Gabriel she would be pregnant, she went to visit her cousin Elizabeth, and she told the whole story to Elizabeth. And upon hearing the story, the child that Elizabeth was carrying in her own womb, a child who would later become known as John the Baptist, leapt for joy in her womb. It's as if when John heard the news, he gave an amen in utero. And it's upon this that this hymn of praise comes from Mary. It's basically Mary's celebration as she really embraces what God is doing when God confirms his plan through this miraculous event of John leaping inside the womb of Elizabeth, something clicks in Mary's heart and mind. And her praise opens by celebrating who God is. She speaks of the holiness, the mercy, the power, the kindness, and the faithfulness of God. And only after rejoicing in who God is, is she able to celebrate that God is using her. Too often our praises are limited to what God has done. Now certainly God's actions are praiseworthy. But if we're being honest, we need to admit that there are times where we feel as if not all of God's actions are praiseworthy. Like Mary, sometimes we find ourselves in situations that are too big for us, too scary. Like Mary, sometimes we find ourselves in situations where we may realize God's calling on our life, but we think it's beyond anything we're capable of. Like Mary, we may not understand all, really any of what God is calling us to do, and fear grips us. If our focus on those, in those moments is on what is happening around us, then it's really hard to praise. What we need to do in those moments is we need to look beyond our circumstances and look to who God is. Mary's able to face whatever's coming and whatever's happening because she knows who's in control. If my life is uncertain and I meditate on the power and goodness of God, then I don't need to know what's happening, what's about to happen. I can trust God. We're fooling ourselves if we think that our obedience will increase if we simply know what God's doing. If God reveals to us his plan, if he lays out for us the blueprint of our lives, then we'll obey, then we'll trust. In reality, our obedience does not hinge on what we believe God will do, but who we know God to be. The deeper our commitment to the power and goodness of God, the more certain our obedience is, the deeper our conviction about the kindness and mercy of God, the farther and more fully we will follow Him. 
Mary's song is that her soul magnifies the Lord. She makes him great. That's what it means to magnify something. And the greater we make God in our hearts, the smaller all our problems will be. The greater we recognize that God is, the smaller everything else will appear. Here's the truth of Mary's song. If the more we worship, the more we will magnify God. And the more we magnify God, the more we will worship. So may we with Mary say, my soul magnifies the Lord. As we seek to think through the meaning, implications, and applications of this passage, we want to ask ourselves our three basic questions. First, what does this passage tell me about God? Jesus teaches us a lot through his work about how we should view the world. The work of Christ was intended to restore things to their right order. And look at what Mary says that work does. He brings down the mighty. He exalts the humble. He sends away the rich. And he fills the hungry. The way Jesus works is the opposite the way the world works. Mary's song reminds us God sees things in ways we don't. The stuff that this world values is not what God esteems. The things that this world, the things that this world prizes, God hates. What this song emphasizes is the premium that God places on humility. God rescues those who are in need. But only if they admit that they're in need. The second question we want to ask is, what does this passage reveal to me about myself and about humanity in general? Mary says that she will be called blessed, but she will not be blessed because of anything in her, but because of what God does through her and for her. Her blessed estate is because God is gracious to her. Now, notice Mary calls God her Savior, contrary to the theology of some. Mary needs salvation as much as any of us do. Mary is called blessed because God was coming to someone of a humble estate and God was going to use them to impact eternity. In a sense, that's what God does for all of us. In a way similar to how he used Mary, God comes to us in our brokenness. And through saving us, through being our Savior, He gives us opportunities to minister to others, to share the gospel with others, to be a blessing to others, and to point others to Christ. And God takes those of us who are of lowly estate, and he uses us to bless the world for generations by the legacy of faith and faithfulness that we leave. The third question is, what does this passage call me to do? Mary calls herself God's servant. The thing about servants is, is that they serve. Servants don't set parameters. Servants don't give stipulations for their service. Servants say yes. God pleases to use anyone who makes themselves his servant. Magnifying God does not only result in me praising him, but to me serving him. Because the bigger God is the smaller I am. The more I magnify him, the more I will serve him and seek his will for my life. When God is greater in my heart than I am, then I realize I don't exist alongside him as his peer, 
but I want to live under him as his servant. Well, thanks for listening to today's episode of Sanctified in Truth. Join us tomorrow as we'll discuss Luke chapter 1, verse 67 to 80. May everything you say and everything you do today seek to honor God. And whatever you do, take comfort and know that Jesus has already prayed for you, that you would be sanctified in truth. Thank you.